Hey you, I'm Emily Romrell and I'm stoked to welcome you to the Vibrant Life Podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration and practical tips to help us on the journey to our best lives. New episodes drop every Friday and most clock in at a mere 15 to 20 minutes, just enough time to kickstart your weekend the right way. I'm all about living life to the fullest. I'm a proud member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and while my faith is part of the mix, this podcast is a great go-to no matter what you believe. I'm all about inclusivity and embracing our shared human experience. Keep listening and let's rock this adventure together, because life is an adventure. Let's go. You are listening to The Vibrant Life Podcast, Episode 81, Clean Your Room. The Vibrant Life. Hey you, welcome to another episode of the Vibrant Life Podcast, where we work toward living our best in every facet of life. I'm your host, Emily Romrell, and today's topic is that gentle nudge we all need, clean your room. If you're like me, you tend to go in cycles. I'm pretty good at keeping things clean, but now and then I get thrown off my groove and uh, I need to get myself back on track. And uh, it kind of makes me think like, you've thrown off the emperor's groove. That can happen, even though uh, definitely not an emperor, but we all kind of are inside, right? It's a little side note. (laughs) Uh, But... I'm sure that if I went back and closely looked at the patterns in my life, I would see a correlation between times of my inner turmoil and times I left spaces or that I let my spaces fall into disorder. And I'm willing to bet that it's the same with you. And we're going to get into the reasons behind that today. But before we talk about tidying up, let me extend a warm invitation to explore more of The Vibrant Life with my books. And uh, I think they're really great. I think you will too. For those seeking to organize their lives and manifest their dreams, the Vibrant Life Goal Planner is a guiding light. And if you're a poet lover or poetry lover and are looking for something that stirs the soul, you can look at my poetry collection, Poems. And uh, both of that, both of those books are available on Amazon. So find the links in the show notes or just plug in my name, Emily Romrell, in Amazon. Check it out. I want to stay connected, so hit that subscribe button. It's like giving me a virtual high five, which I love. I need all of those I can get. And there's more. Your reviews are the secret spice that add a little extra zing to the podcast. So drop me a line or two and share your thoughts, your favorite moments, or even maybe your top-notch cleaning hack for this episode. It's all about creating a vibrant life community, and your feedback is the glitter that helps it all shine. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about the transformative power of tidying up. And let's start with a scenario that I think we've all experienced. Picture this. You trudge into your house, shoulders heavy with the day's battles. It's been a difficult day, whether you were working or doing some other activity, and the main living area of your home is relatively in order, just in case you have company, but still, it could use some sprucing up. However, when you swing open... The door to your bedroom, it's a zone of total chaos. The air feels different. Your eyes dart around, taking in the scene. Clothes are playing hide-and-seek on the floor. Books are pulling a Jenga act on the shelf. And your bed, 
It's like a war zone of pillows and tangled blankets. Your room is turned into an obstacle course. Every step finds random objects crunching beneath your feet. (laughs) Yesterday's pizza made a great midnight snack, maybe, but the stale aroma lingers and mingles with those dirty clothes. And it creates quite a fragrance. And the chaos you see and feel becomes a tangible extension of the chaos you've been experiencing inside for a while. But fear not, because in this mess, there's a whisper of transformation, a chance to turn the tide and reclaim order, and it's time to roll up your sleeves and dive into the beautiful chaos of making things right. The fact that our outer environment reflects our inner selves is something we've all felt at one point or another, right? Experts like Carl Jung have talked about this connection between our outer world and our inner mind. He's explained that who looks outside dreams and who looks inside awakes. Or in other words, when we pay attention to what's going on inside us, it's like turning a light on that helps us see clearly in our outer world, too. And then, of course, we can't forget Marie Kondo, the modern decluttering guru. (laughs) She's all about tidying up our physical space and how that changes our mental game. According to her, a tidy room equals a tidy mind, and when our space is organized and clutter-free, our brain is free from all of the chaos. And the thing she's famous for, and that I really like, is that she encourages us only to keep things in our life that, quote, spark joy. (laughs) And there's a lot of wisdom in only keeping things in your life that serve a purpose, whether that purpose is practical or sentimental. And when we unload all of that extra stuff, life gets lighter. Another person who has some insight on this is Sally Augustine, and she's an insightful environmental uh, psychologist, and she emphasizes in her research that the design and layout of our surroundings influence not only our emotions, but also our daily behaviors. In exploring the psychology of interior architecture, uh, she sheds light on the idea that a well-designed space has the power to positively shape our experiences and interactions. Her work underscores the importance of creating environments that align with our psychological needs and contribute to our overall well-being. And I think kind of, it depends on where you look, but when people pay attention to their surroundings with architecture, it definitely influences our mind and how our behaviors are for sure. In recent years, Dr. Jordan B. Peterson, a leading clinical psychologist and professor who I greatly admire, has become a famous advocate for cleaning your room. He highlights the impact of cleaning and beautifying your room in his book, 12 Rules for Life, An Antidote to Chaos, which is an amazing book. You should definitely check it out. And according to Peterson, this straightforward action greatly impacts personal development and overall well-being. Dr. Peterson's approach begins with the practicality of cleaning. He suggests that tidying up your room isn't only about the physical act of organizing, it's taking control over your immediate environment. Chaos and disorder in our personal spaces reflect the chaos within our minds. By confronting external disorder, we take crucial steps toward lessening our inner turmoil. And you don't have to do everything all at once. It's too overwhelming, especially if you've let things kind of pile up on you. Dr. Peterson advises us to break things down into small enough steps that we'll actually take action. (laughs) 
we'll gain momentum as we repeat the process. This is a major key to life, breaking it down into doable chunks. And you know what? When you clean your room, not only are you giving yourself a peaceful place, you're flexing your empowerment uh, empowerment muscles. So that feels pretty awesome. Dr. Peterson also stresses the value of making our rooms beautiful. He argues that making a room beautiful engages people with their environment, which favorably influences mood and mentality. He advises curating a room with elements that contribute to a sense of harmony and meaning tailored specifically to the individual. In his words, by surrounding ourselves with meaningful items, artwork, and elements of personal significance, we actively contribute to the creation of a space that reflects our values and fosters a positive and meaningful life. And amen to that. Also, uh, in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, there is a strong emphasis on the principle of cleanliness and orderliness as an expression of reverence and respect for sacred spaces. And our homes should be the most sacred spaces of all outside of the temple. In the Bible, we find verses like 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 40, which says, Let all things be done decently and in order. This underscores the importance of maintaining order and cleanliness in our surroundings as a way of honoring our environment and ourselves. In the Doctrine and Covenants, we discover a poignant reminder in uh, section 109, verse 8, which is pretty well known. Organize yourselves, prepare every needful thing, and establish a house, even a house of prayer, a house of fasting, a house of faith, a house of learning, a house of glory, a house of order, a house of God. I don't think a house can become any of those things if it's not kept clean and beautiful. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, in his address, Be Therefore Perfect, eventually, <laughs> emphasized the importance of order in our lives, stating, We should expect to be transformed bit by bit as we try and try and try again to be a little better, a little kinder, a little more helpful, a little more godlike. I love that quote. And this transformation includes maintaining order in our physical surroundings and contributing to our spiritual growth as well, right? Furthermore, in the book For the Strength of Youth, which is a guidebook for young members of the church, and really for everyone, there's a specific section in that uh, booklet that encourages individuals to keep their living spaces clean and beautiful. It states, keep your room and living space neat, clean, and attractive. When you beautify your surroundings, you add to your own self-respect and esteem. So, you know, it's all over the place. And by now, I'm sure I've pounded in my point with enough evidence on why it's important to keep our homes and specifically our bedrooms clean. And the why is clear, but sometimes the how can be tricky. So let's break it down. First things first, decluttering is your best friend. And I like my knickknacks, but if you tackle one area at a time, um, it could be that overflowing bookshelf or the chaotic closet. Ask yourself, do I really need this? And if not, you can let that item go, my friend. Next up, let's talk about organization. 
Invest in storage solutions that fit your style. So that could be cute baskets or sleek shelves or quirky hooks, whatever works for you. It's not about hiding stuff. It's about creating a place for everything and everything in its place, which is a saying that has a lot of wisdom. And then you can take that extra 30 seconds to put things away where they go after you use them. That's the most important thing, really. Cleaning is next on our list, so you can set a regular schedule, nothing too overwhelming, just a little bit each day to keep the chaos at bay. You can dust the shelves, vacuum, and wipe down surfaces, and it's amazing what a little TLC does for your space. Now the fun part, decoration. Add personal touches that make you smile. Whether it's artwork or photos or plants, let your room tell your story. And don't be afraid to switch things up. Let your room reflect who you are. And then the last thing I have is to embrace the power of routine, or I even like the word, oh, it's a little bit stronger, ritual. And so make your bed first thing when you get up in the morning. It's a simple act that sets a positive tone for the day. And don't forget the power of a good playlist, right? Cleaning is so much more fun when you're doing it to your favorite jam. And there you have it. Your room is your sanctuary and taking these steps can turn it into a space that reflects your personality and promotes a positive and beautiful atmosphere. Let's end things today full circle and revisit our visualization scenario. Picture this. You step into your bedroom after a whirlwind day. The open window lets in a gentle breeze that instantly helps you breathe easier. You've entered a safe haven from the chaos of the outside world and as you step inside, you feel the tension melting away. The weight eases off your shoulders. Take a long, deep breath. The air has this crisp, clean scent that cleanses your soul. It's a mix of that just-washed sheet smell, a hint of something from your favorite cleaner, and a touch of that cozy, comforting scent that's uniquely your, own, your room zone. The sunlight streams in through the window. It casts warm golden rays that dance across the room and shadows play on the walls, creating a mesmerizing dance of light and dark that's almost hypnotic. In your mind, run your hands over the surfaces in your room. Everything is smooth and polished and in place. Your books are arranged neatly on the shelf. Your clothes are folded and put away. Your bed is soft with that freshly washed sheets that beg you to sink into them. And the blankets are folded and the pillows plumped just right, ready to wrap you up into a state of relaxation. There's not a crumb of food to be found in sight because you rarely eat in bed. But if you do, you put your dishes right away after you use them. The room is quiet except for the outside rustle of curtains in the breeze and the distant hum of birds. You smile at your favorite piece of artwork on the wall and at the friendly plant on your bedside table. It's a peaceful, welcome contrast to the chaos of the outside world. Here in your room, you are perfectly content and perfectly yourself. Everything is in order and in its place. It's wonderful. And with that, I'll leave you. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And I hope you have a terrific week. Live the vibrant life.
hey you please share the love and click subscribe if this is a podcast that's been helpful to you your support means the world and helps me spread positive messages even further check out my site emilyromrell.com for even more fantastic content Oh, and let's talk about some game changers. My books, The Vibrant Life Goal Planner, and Poems are your secret sauce for goal smashing and soul soothing. Thanks for being a part of this journey with me. Let's keep creating the vibrant life together.